All right, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning motivation call, and it is Monday. So here's the thing. We're up to session number 11, and it's getting familiar with yourself. And firstly, I really want to congratulate every single one of you uh, for getting this far. It's a little bit hard sometimes. Life gets in the way, but each of you just keep showing up and keep appearing, and you just keep putting yourself best self forward. What I need you to do is keep driving hard and keep pushing through. Sometimes we might get a little bit complacent and other times we might even drop the ball altogether. And I don't want, to be, don't want you to beat yourself up at that point. So maybe you've missed a call or perhaps you forgot to catch up to where we are. But just know that it's never too late to bring yourself back up to speed. And know that in your heart, by showing up and continuing to invest in yourself, that you're ahead of the you're ahead of the pack. You're ahead of everyone else. And I can I can tell you a lot of the population, they don't invest either time or energy or money into themselves to be on calls like this and to be surrounded by people with a similar mindset. So give yourself a pat on the back. We're doing really well. It's the 25th of May and um, you guys are still rocking it out. So I'm very impressed and proud of all of you. Thank you so much for your feedback and responses to this point. It has been incredibly encouraging and it really helps me push through and it gives me that motivation to be better and be my best self for you every morning. So as a result of the feedback that I've got, we will be rolling these calls into the following month, um, but I'll be sending an email and some correspondence out and giving you the opportunity to rejoin us for the next month. All right, so today what we're going to do is talk about getting familiar with yourself. Not many people are willing to have a good hard look at themselves and I mean really look themselves in the eye and address their belief systems and look throughout the day we all make decisions and choices and most of those decisions don't actually rule in favour of your heart or your purpose and they fail to move you forward to your higher self. A lot of these happen at an unconscious level. We need to be more conscious about the decisions we're making to move ourselves forward. Now, usually, these decisions we are making are probably holding you back and they might be ineffective and slowly but surely, they're limiting your ability to move to that next level. And that also, they're limiting your ability to spend more time at that level because you're reducing your, your, um, your output. Because I guess over time, we haven't learnt enough or looked at ourselves enough to realise who we are what we really want and what our core values are. And ultimately, without by not doing this, you're disabling your success in an absolutely massive and significant way. So to know what directions we should take, to know what path we should be on and who we should be following or what we should be following, we need to get very clear on what our values are. If you've done any work with me, you'd realise that that's a key component of our, our work together in the early stages. It's getting clear on who you are and what you want to become and what your purpose is. So what we need to do is get clear and spend that time looking ourselves in the eye and having a look at who we are. So one way we can do this and one way we can get really familiar with ourselves, and I can tell you it, it's probably going to sound a little bit weird. Some of you may do it. Some of you may not. But just, I'm going to say, give it a go. It's the morning mirror challenge. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but the challenge basically involves you walking up to a mirror. First thing in the morning 
either in the bathroom or in your bedroom, wherever it may be, and you look yourself dead set in the eyes, square in the eyes, and you look into your eyes, not just at them, you look into your eyes and you try and look into your soul at this point. I don't know if you've ever done it or you've ever, you're uncomfortable making eye contact with other people because if you're uncomfortable making eye contact with other people, you don't stand a chance of making eye contact with yourself. But until you can look yourself in the eye, you don't stand a chance of looking anyone else either. So it's going to be a little bit strange. And I first wrote about this challenge with a book, uh, through a book um, and, and it was a theory created by Louise Hay. The book was called You Can Heal Yourself. Now, isn't it funny that people, places or things come into your life at the most appropriate of times? Now, when I was given this book, it's not a book that I would have normally picked up and I probably held it a number of times in my life prior and went, I'm not going to read that. And this book was given to me at a time when I was most open to receiving it, it still took me six weeks to actually start it. Once I started it, I couldn't put it down. I read it back to front three times. Now, you can see, I've already mentioned that when I get something and I get something of value, I tend to submerge myself into it. I, I tend to really immerse myself into it and saturate myself so I can cement the learnings in. And each time I read the book, I get new learnings. And what I realized when I first tried to do it, it was one of the most difficult exercises I've ever done. It was so challenging to look into my eyes and, and be comfortable in that space. Now, it sounds simple enough, doesn't it? Stand in front of a mirror, look at your eyes. But it's not. I need you to try it and I need you to see where you're at with it. And look into your eyes because it is uncomfortable, but you, we all know that your life begins at the edge of your at the end of your uh, comfort zone. So get uncomfortable. And when you look at yourself, I want to look yourself in the eyes and examine your face and learn to get comfortable with how you look. Look into your eyes, look into your face, examine it. Then while you're doing that, I want you to think about your existence. Why are you here? What's your purpose? And ask yourself in the mirror, ask yourself those same questions when you're looking at the mirror because your mind has an amazing ability to say, great, okay, you've asked me a question. I need to go find the answer to that. And it will come to you. That answer will come. You'll be laying in bed. You'll be riding your bike. You'll be having coffee somewhere and boom, this will come into your mind. You're like, wow, that's, I need to go do that. You know, and the, if you, I can tell you a number of times in my life that I've asked myself, who do I need to become? What do I need to do? not knowing the answer and not even trying to come up with the answer myself, just letting my mind come up and it needs to go out and delve into the universe to find what that answer is. And it comes back to you at the craziest and coolest of times. So once you've done that, okay, you've asked yourself, don't try and consciously come up with that this, uh, answer. Just let it come to you. Just go, who do I need? And let your mind ponder and give it time to come back to you. But consistently put yourself in front of the mirror, consistently show up, and question yourself and ask yourself and look at yourself and get comfortable with being uncomfortable because after a while, the uncomfortable becomes comfortable and then you become comfortable with yourself and you will love who you are. How do we, be, how do we love who, how do we love who do we are, who we are is by this. You stand there, you look in your eyes and you do not, do not turn away and you say your name. So in this case, Mike, I love you. Now, it's weird. It sounds conceited, I know, and it sounds, but that's, hey, it's just you in the mirror. No one's going to know. It's just your little secret with the mirror. 
but you really need to love yourself because if you don't love yourself, you won't love anyone else and you don't have the ability or the strength or the capacity to, lo to love anyone else. And until you can love yourself, that person's not going to come into your life and be that rock for you because you're not worthy yet. I know that's harsh and I know I'm hitting straight between the eyes on a Monday morning, but I need you guys to get this into your core. You're worth it. And if you can stand there and look in the mirror, dead in the eye, and just say your name, I'm worth it. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of success. I love who I am. I'm an amazing person. Did you realize that you're an unrepeatable miracle? That's right. You're an unrepeatable miracle that it took in excess of 300 million sperm to attempt to create and just one of them made it through. That will never happen again. It's pretty cool, right? One in 300 million on that one shot. <laughs> so you guys are amazing. But I know that's a little bit funny, but let's look at it for real. You will not happen again. No one has your fingerprints. No one has your eyes. No one has your skin tone. No one else has a follicle of your hair. Nothing. You are unique and you are amazing and you are a miracle. The chances that are happening are so minuscule and you made it and you made it to where you are today. That is no easy feat. So in all seriousness, I want you to take a good, hard, deep look at within yourself and realize how many millions and millions of neural transactions that occur every single second just to keep you moving, just to keep you breathing, inhale, exhale. That all happens without you even knowing it. That's how amazing you are. That's how amazing the human body is. The human body is so amazing you can cut off 90% of the liver and it will regenerate. That is phenomenal and that is you. You are phenomenal. You need to realize that. You're not just detached. Your arm is just not an arm on its own. Your liver is not a liver on its own. You are this one amazing being and we limit our potential to 10% of what we're possibly capable of, be it mentally, physically or emotionally. You need to start playing a bigger game and you're worth it and you're doing that by being on these calls. I do need you to start to realize how powerful you really are and start to accept that that is your core. That is who you're meant to be. Start to accept that your body is amazing and treat it accordingly. And most importantly, start to accept the wonder and the power of the human mind and how it can create the life that you want to live. So another way to get familiar with yourself is through journaling. Okay, so journaling is just by starting to write things down. Don't sort of think I need to come up with a formula or it needs to be poetic or it needs to be this and that. You just need a pen and paper. That's all you need. And just start writing whatever's on your mind. Get it out. Start by writing down all those amazing, amazing things that happen to you and in your life. Now, I'm sure each and every single one of you, if you looked over your life over the last hour, over the last day, over the last week and the last month, some amazing, phenomenal things have happened. You've probably all grown since being on these calls. I know I have. Just write it down. Write those things down. If you track it, you'll be able to follow it and be grateful for this, the success that you've achieved. So the reason for doing this is so you can share these memories and experiences with yourself, not with other people, because they make you feel good because they're moments in your life. So, so often we live such busy lives, we forget to stop and reflect and we don't look back on the lessons and achievements of our lives. So every morning that I go out for a ride, once the sun is finally up, I stop. 
I stop my bike and I take a picture of the sunrise just as the sun, the, the first round crest comes over the horizon. And then I post that on Facebook in a folder that says what you missed today for all those that are still sleeping. And I do that not for the others really. In all honesty, I actually do it for myself so I can look back at the marvel and the beauty of this world and I just get to draw that in each morning because this world we live in is absolutely amazing and by doing that, it puts me into a state of gratitude and we all know that you, if anything about gratitude is that you realize it's really hard to be upset when you're being grateful. You know, I'm happy to have tears of joy but they're grateful, they're grateful tears. I'm absolutely blessed and loving it. So there's another reason to journal. And I'm sure a few people on the call are probably aspiring to be speakers or business people who have a story to tell. And what better way to start collecting your content for the story is through journaling. So I use Facebook and for the one reason, and I don't do it as much now. I sort of pulled back from, because I've created that public profile now. But in, in the early days, Facebook was my public journal. It was my memoirs, okay? My, my motives for this aligned with my core values. I would blog the lessons of the day, the teachings that I'd uncovered or the simple, I guess, thought patterns that I'd come across, um, be it scriptures, passages, quotes, um, stuff that I'd made up. In the event that something, something happened to me, my kids would have something to go back on something to look at and be able to look at it and go, ah, that's what dad was teaching us or that's what that meant. It was a journal for them to go back on just in case something happen happened to me early, that my teachings would go on even though I wasn't here. And the cool thing is that they would always know how much they meant to me because it was always around them. So even if I wasn't here, their love, uh, my love for them would still be nurturing and feeding them the whole time. And it was a brilliant way for me to remember, look back and keep track of my lessons. And it's cool to flick back every now and then through your own feed. I don't need to go through everyone else's feed. I go through my feed to see what I was doing a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, the things I was saying and where I'm at today. And I can tell you there's growth there. So another method that I want you to look at is to write down your own vision. So what you want to do with this is go into as much detail as possible. Write down the things that you um, would have achieved, the life that you are living, and the person that you've become. So you, you can listen to my words there. Write it as though you're experiencing it already, as if you're already living the life that you desire. So um, basically in that, you, you could see in my vision, I've got... I'm a man of great strength and vigor and endless, boundless energy. I am running and playing with my kids with as much as an abundance and joy. You see, I'm doing it. I'm already there. And then all of a sudden, my mind just goes about creating that life for me. So another thing you can do when you're writing down a vision is you do a SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So you write out your strengths and your weaknesses, and it's a really good way to get clear and real with yourself because you get to look at the gaps in your life. And with the opportunities and threats, you can see how you can fine tune and test yourself. So always looking for areas of growth. This is where you get to look at yourself and see where you're really strong at and what, and I guess the things that people compliment you on and what you know in your heart that you're really good at and can do some massive action with. See, the great thing about 
exercise, this exercise is that it highlights both your strengths and your weaknesses. Now, I'm a really optimistic person, but when I am focused on a balanced equation, I know that I have to look at the good and the bad. So I look at the good and I embrace it and I thank it and bless it. And I look at my areas of improvement and I, go, I get encouraged by that and I go and tackle that because that's where my greatest lessons are going to come from. And if you walked around, I can tell you, if you walk around all day naively and assumed everything in your life would be amazing and positive and at some point, you know, you're going to set yourself up for failure there. Because, and at some point you'll be disappointed because life has a really cool way of challenging you and it's just not always dandy. But embrace those because they, those, what we think is negative is actually really positive. So be real with yourself and each other. Sure, find the silver lining in everything. Absolutely. Always turn a negative into a positive. It's an opportunity for growth. But be honest with yourself and realize that there is two sides to the coin. So once you know the areas you're weak in, you can own it. And once you own it, you have options and choice. You either delegate it, delete it, or conquer it. Don't let it have power over you. Don't go hiding away from it and give, you, give your power away to it. By acknowledging it and pointing it out, you strip it of all its power. It is nothing. So another thing I want you to focus on is your uh, to monitor your daily actions. This is what I was saying earlier in the call. Watch your habits. 90% of the stuff we do each day occurs at an unconscious level, which basically means you're walking around making decisions or habits without even knowing it, without even realizing it. And that, rem that re remaining 10% is only 10% of new thoughts are intentionally done. So imagine if we became more conscious and more aware of your thoughts and more aware of your habits that your actions would start to serve you more and you would be replacing negative habits with positive habits, which is pushing you towards your ultimate goal. So if you're having trouble with the daily actions, the best way to fix this is write them down. Okay, so you write down your habits so that you can see them. And then you want to filter through them and you can see which ones are serving you and which ones are not. It's pretty clear what we're going to do from here, right? We just delete the ones that, and remove them and replace the ones that are not serving us anymore. And the next one, I, I, this is a challenge for me, right? So I, I'm, I always met with this one. I'm very stubborn, headstrong, and once I get an idea in my head, it's just going to happen. Um, the next thing is one of the most difficult things, and if you've got a little bit of stubbornness or a decent-sized ego, you can probably identify with this one. Um, and it's a thought pattern which frequently holds us back, like aka limit, limiting belief. You need to share this with someone close to you. Now, I was awfully proud, so I, I struggled with this one, but I did it this morning. You know, there's an area in my life that I said, you know what, I need to just tune that up again. I've slipped a little bit on that, and I just need to get some tuning up. So I spoke to Moana, and I said, hey, if you just see me do this, can you just hold me in account for that? Just just gently say, hey, hey, babe, that was something you asked me to, um, to just check you on. And that's all I need, and that's all I need. I can take it from there. But by admitting it to someone who's really important and close to me, that way, I've actually pointed out the elephant in the room and I've named it and shamed it. It takes a lot of gumption to stand in front of someone you care uh, care about or someone who's important to you and admit that you're inadequate in an area of your life or the fact that you might be struggling with a certain area. Sometimes we just need to get it out. Sometimes we just need to exercise this. And I don't mean exercises in you know, lifting weights. I mean exorcism. You need to get it out. Get it out of you. Um, it's like a beast that just sits in a cage and it sits in a dark corner 
and it just keeps feeding on itself and it grows and grows and grows and eventually it just starts rattling the cage the whole time until it gets really loud because we're ignoring it and it's just sitting there festering away and it won't settle down until you let it out. So get it out of you. Exercise it. Instead of being dominated by this thought, pinpoint it, speak about it, own it because you won't move forward without releasing it. And here's the real gem for you. You ready? Sometimes our greatest achievements lie behind our greatest fears. If I've ever uncovered a fear or I've ever heard myself saying, I can't do that, won't do that, oh, that's not for me, you'll see that I'm enrolled in it a week later. If I do not sit back, I'm the first one, I've always done this since a kid, if there's an opportunity put to go first in class, I'm the one to go first. I don't want, I want to be setting the bar. I want benchmark high. I, I want to be not following someone else. I want to be the first one out of the plane. All right. I encourage you to be the same. Our greatest achievements lie behind our greatest fears. Finally, the last point. I've had a big session with you guys today. So here's the last one. I need you to remove the comparison to others. So often we raise members of society, friends, colleagues to such high esteem and it's unwarranted and we put them on a pedestal and in doing so, you're separating yourself from them. Never, ever, ever separate yourself from others as in don't raise them up. Okay, you are equal, you are their equal, you're on par, you are as good as they are, you have the same amount of hours in the day that they do. I've always had this belief with celebrities, public figures, and sporting personalities. I will not conform to the status quo where there's a – you see a majority of people, they bow and scrape to anyone with some form of identity. And here's the crazy thing. That person who is the celebrity or sporting star, I bet you if you just ask them, I, I bet you bottom dollar they would say, I wish people just treated me normally. I wish people just treated me normally. And this is what I tell myself every morning, every one of the, and if there's someone in that sort of space, celebrity, sporting personality, this is a little bit crass, but you know what? Every morning they get up, they go to the toilet, just like you or me. They're no different. They eat the same. They poo the same. They sleep the same. That's it. They're not different. They're a human being. Yes, they may be talented. Yes, they may be wealthy. Yes, they may be well-connected or in the media. And maybe they just made the right decision at the right time. Or maybe there was even a stroke of luck, but I do believe you create your own luck. And anyone who's made great success will tell you, you create your own luck. But here's the thing. They have, at the end of the day, they've got 24 hours just like you. They have the same opportunities just as you do. They are human beings. So don't separate yourself because you're worth more than that. But here's what I take from today, okay? And it's just one thing. If they can do it, I can do it. I don't begrudge them their fame or fortune. I actually get excited for them because they've made the path available to me now. I never see a Ferrari in the street and boo-hoo it. I just say that's in my future and smile. Different mindset, right? It's all about your mindset and how you perceive things. So when you go around today, just think about that. Just say something, that's in my future, and then smile about it. And it will be. Let me leave you with three things, okay? This is what I want you to execute today. 
and this will really help you analyze yourself. So grab a pen, get a bit of paper. Point number one, what is your mantra? What do you live by or what is your philosophy? Point number two, find your favorite quote and then write it down. So if you're, you know, if you ever ask my kids, what I always tell them, it's how you do anything is how you do everything. That's what springs to mind for me for a favorite quote. But I know my little boy, he loves that one. So that's probably why it's dear to me. Point number three. And finally, uh, what are your top three rules to live by? And I need you to write these down and get clear on them. So what are your top three rules to live by? And it really is crucial to write these down and take them with you everywhere. So I'll give you an example. My top three are gratitude, honor, and strength. And if I can live by these three um, mantras or top rules every day, I know that I'm going to be a happier person. I'm going to be achieving and living the life that I want and everything else will fall in line afterwards. So write your mantra, find your favorite quote, and that live by your top three rules. If you know what all these are, you can hold yourself to account and you'll be congruent with your values. Guys, have an awesome Monday. Kill this week. Absolutely stomp all over it. Run to the end of the month really strong and hard. Believing in you guys. I know you've done so well to be on these calls. Continue to show up. Believe in your potential. Now go and make it happen. Have an awesome week. See ya.